Are you someone who is fascinated by all the pregnancy, childbirth, and motherhood stuff few people talk about because they're too embarrassed? If so, welcome to the motherload of all things taboo, or at least really wild and interesting. The Asking for a Pregnant Friend podcast is based off the book of the same name and dives in to all of the pregnancy, birth, and mothering topics that make many people blush or scratch their heads. I do all the boring research so you don't have to and bring you interviews with the leading experts and the topics I cover. I also share all the things about myself, Bailey Gaddis. I'm all about TMI. You'll also hear stories from brave women who gave permission to have their stories shared. So come along, my friend, on a journey into the beautiful underbelly of making, growing, and raising babies. are currently on the path to becoming pregnant, you might have heard the term chemical pregnancy. So what is a chemical pregnancy? Essentially, this is a pregnancy loss that happens before the fifth week of gestation. And in this type of pregnancy, an embryo typically forms and sometimes implants in the uterus, but then it stops developing. And often someone that isn't trying to become pregnant might not even realize that they're pregnant with the chemical pregnancy. Uh, They might just think that their period was just a little bit late. And a chemical pregnancy is called this because the pregnancy develops enough for the body to release HCG, but then typically stops there. And HCG is the hormone that a pregnancy test looks for. So so some people with a a chemical pregnancy can, you know, take a positive pregnancy test. Um, Again, usually it's only people that have been trying to become pregnant who are, you know, taking a lot of pregnancy tests. And especially on the first day of that missed period, they might get that positive pregnancy test but then likely pretty soon after it will be negative a week or so later, or maybe a little bit more. And, you know, if somebody with a chemical pregnancy had an ultrasound, the ultrasound likely wouldn't show signs of a developing fetus. And again, you know, when the embryo stops developing, the HCG levels in the body begin to fall and eventually the person would get a negative pregnancy uh, test. I also want to note that just because a chemical pregnancy causes a loss really, really early in the pregnancy, it's still a loss. And you have every right to mourn in any way you need to. You still had a miscarriage and nobody gets to imply that you don't get to be sad because the fetus never had a heartbeat. You know, from the second we take that positive pregnancy test, we become so excited. We start to think of names. We start to dream about this baby's future. We look up our due date. You know, maybe you call your care provider. You've I can almost guarantee, you know, most, most women, they tell their partner right away. Maybe you told other people. I mean, there's so many things that happen, even just like that day that we take a pregnancy test. So even if 
you take another test like three days later and it's negative, that still feels devastating. So let yourself mourn if you if you have those those feelings coming up. And while anybody can experience a chemical pregnancy, certain circumstances can increase that chance. So uh, women that are 35 or older have a slightly higher chance of having a chemical pregnancy. If you have an atypically shaped uterus, if you have an imbalance in hormones like prolactin, thyroid hormone, or progesterone, uh, which is what causes the uterine lining to thicken and prepare for the implantation of the embryo. If you have an STD like gonorrhea or syphilis, if you have thyroid disorders, diabetes, or polycystic ovarian syndrome, aka PCOS. And some of the most common symptoms of a chemical pregnancy include, you know, your period coming about a week later than usual, but obviously it's not actually your period. It is, you know, your body shedding that, that embryo and then the, the lining in your uterus. Uh, you take a, a positive pregnancy test, but then you get your period, or you have a positive pregnancy test and then, you know, a negative pregnancy test maybe a few weeks later. Um, I said a few days before, but usually it does take a few weeks for your body to fully, you know, clear the HCG, but obviously that just varies from woman to woman. Uh, your period is heavier than usual, and you're getting more intense menstrual cramping. Um, and then, you know, another symptom is you take a positive pregnancy test, but you don't notice any other signs of early pregnancy. However, just, you know, if you do take a positive pregnancy test and you're not having any signs of pregnancy, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to miscarry. That can happen for a lot of women. So I don't want you to panic if you're not having many signs of, of pregnancy. Okay, so why does a chemical pregnancy happen? You know, unfortunately, no one knows exactly why chemical pregnancies occur, um, but it's likely due to genetic issues in the embryo or the embryo not being able to properly latch in the uterus. And while there's not really any way to prevent a chemical pregnancy, the good news is that it's not typically a sign of a fertility issue, and most women who have a chemical pregnancy go on to develop uh, a healthy pregnancy, sometimes very soon after the chemical pregnancy. But again, this does not mean that you shouldn't mourn this loss if that's what you feel called to do. And a lot of women are also really curious to know, when can I try again? You know, when can I try to get pregnant again after having a chemical pregnancy? So most women ovulate about two weeks after a chemical pregnancy occurs, meaning that potentially you could conceive a healthy pregnancy uh, two weeks after you, you pass a chemical pregnancy, which means that you, you know, you, you had the bleeding and you confirmed the passing by taking a negative pregnancy test. And even though a chemical pregnancy isn't typically a sign of a fertility issue, um, here are some questions that you can ask your doctor if you are concerned about your fertility health. Okay, so a big one is when should I see a fertility specialist? Most 
you know, the kind of rule of thumb is that women under the age of 35 should see a fertility specialist if they have been trying to become pregnant for uh, 12 months or more without becoming pregnant or women 35 or older typically should see a fertility specialist if they have been trying to become pregnant for six months or more without developing a pregnancy. Okay, another question is, is there anything that I can do to increase my chances of developing a healthy pregnancy? And are there any tests that you would recommend to see if, you know, there might be an underlying health issue that could be affecting my ability to develop a healthy pregnancy? And I want to end by saying that if you had a chemical pregnancy or you suspect that you're currently having one, I am sending you so much love. You know, there are few things as devastating as a pregnancy loss. So just take as much time as you need to mourn and to heal and to, again, just do whatever you need to, to be gentle with yourself and give yourself again that time to heal uh, physically, but also emotionally and mentally. If you can like, subscribe, comment, that would be so incredibly helpful. That will allow me to keep providing this content for you guys. All right. Love you. Are you newly pregnant and overwhelmed by the prospect of navigating this journey? Are you hoping to find calm, empowerment, and transformation, but don't know how to make that happen? Enter the book, Feng Shui Mommy, Creating Balance and Harmony for Blissful Pregnancy, Childbirth, and Motherhood. This book is a holistic companion for pregnant women who wish to awaken their spirit, harness the true potential of their mind, and nourish their body before, during, and after childbirth. This book provides in-depth guidance through all four trimesters, offering specific suggestions for mind, body, and spirit nourishment. It allows mothers to welcome delight and curiosity into the journey while embracing each phase with purpose and calm and even a sense of fun. You can get your copy from Amazon or from Barnes & Noble, Target, and everywhere else books are sold. Whoa, whoa, whoa.